Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In-Depth. Hey guys, another Tuesday means another Sports In-Depth with JD. I'm going to start with baseball, move on to football, then cap things off with basketball. So baseball. For baseball and New Yorkers, not going so well. They got knocked out of the playoffs by the Tampa Bay Rays. Lost in game five. Garrett Cole did his job on the mound, but the offense wasn't explosive. Uh, They weren't scoring runs. They lost 2-1 to the Rays, and the Rays advanced. Uh, And once again, uh, the season ended with Chapman on the mound. Uh, Last year, Altuve hit a walk-off. This year, bottom eight. Solo shot up 2-1, only giving the Yanks a chance to tie in three outs that were given in the top of nine. I think there's some changes that need to be made. Pitching looks good. I think one more starter might be needed in the rotation. I think we need a guy or two that hit for contact. We have a lot of home run hitters, but the key in the postseason is making contact and keeping the ball in play. And that's what the Rays do. It leads to postseason success, already up 2-0 against the Astros. Home run hitters, you know, in close ball games doesn't always get it done. So a little bit about the Yanks there for you. I mean, a good season, a COVID year. I understand everything wasn't in sync, not in rhythm. So uh, Rays advance. Rays had the better year. So hats off to them. And on the other side, NLCS. Uh, We got the Braves-Dodgers, and Dodgers are really looking to step on the pedal this year. Uh, They got Mookie Betts from the Boston Red Sox. Uh, They added another superstar to that explosive roster. Uh, Great pitching, as we all know, and Dodgers are the favorite to win it all. Uh, We'll see if they get it done. Uh, Sometimes in these COVID years, we're seeing all throughout professional sports, the hottest team is winning, not necessarily the best team. So that's a little bit of baseball for you. Um, I'm going to move on now to football. Uh, We had a big upset this weekend. Patrick Mahomes lost, guys. We don't hear that a lot. Um, He lost to the Las Vegas Raiders. It was an in-division game, so uh, uh, tough for him to get it done. Vegas came out with a lot of energy, and uh, their quarterback, Derek Carr, got it done. Got it done. Uh, Limited turnovers and... uh, capped it off with a lot of scoring, dropping 40 points against the defending champs. And that was huge. Uh, Jets and Giants, we know the story there. 0-10 combined in New York. Everyone's looking for answers. Uh, We won't spend too much time, but I think it all starts with firing their coaches. And I'd like to talk a little bit about Baltimore and Cincinnati. I mean, Ravens look good from start to finish. Uh, Cincinnati's still young, but Lamar, it feels like the Chiefs are their kryptonite, but when they're not playing Kansas City, every other team, uh, it seems to be easy for them. Passing TDs, running TDs, moving the ball down the field, completing on third downs, it's the key to their success. And that's a tough division to win in, because Baltimore's got Pittsburgh right there. Pittsburgh's undefeated. Vintage Big Ben playing some good ball following a big-time elbow injury. And the Cleveland Browns are 4-1. and one. People don't expect that. Uh, Cleveland hasn't been at the top uh, for the last decade or two, but it feels like their receivers are getting into the flow of the game. 
uh, Jarvis Juice Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. look good. And Baker's getting them involved early in the season, and that's huge. And I wanted to cap off the football segment with Russell Wilson. His Seattle Seahawks are rolling, and they're 5-0. and Russ plays with a lot of energy. He never feels he's out of games, and that's important, guys. You know, he's a leader on and off the field, and they believe in him. They believe in him, and their coach, Pete Carroll, is phenomenal. So now we'll move on to basketball because there's a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. A lot to talk about. The Lakers just got their 17th championship, tying the Boston Celtics for most all-time. Um, and separate from that story, LeBron James got his fourth ring, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and this one's a huge one for the legacy. Huge one for the legacy. You know, because keep in mind, first few years in the league, uh, especially first seven years, he was in Cleveland. And he wasn't getting over that hump in the postseason to get to the big dance. He was able to go to Miami. He needed someone older than him, a veteran, to push him in the right direction. Now, D. Wade did just that. He gave LeBron the keys to the crib, and uh, it looked good. It looked good with LeBron uh, winning two championships in four years in Miami. Now, winning in Miami had him coming back home to Cleveland with more confidence, way more confidence than he once had. He had winning under his belt, and now he thought he could deliver a championship to his own city. And he did just that. Now, this fourth ring, getting back to the Los Angeles Lakers, what he just capped off last night, this one's so special. I say this because guess what LeBron did? Three finals MVPs with three different franchises. You don't see that. That's never been done. That's for the king only. I like to compare what D-Wade did to, for Bron, what Bron did for AD. Showing the next up to have confidence, believe in themselves, take the winning shot, make the winning play. You got the skill, you have the ability, now make the right decision. That's really important for two reasons. One reason is you're giving the next up confidence. He doesn't feel that everything's got to go through you. Next is AD's younger. So eventually he's got to be the number one in LA, correct? So that's very important what LeBron's doing here. And the reason why LeBron's not only on the Mount Rushmore for, you know, the top four players of all time, he's right there with Mike. You know, Mike won six, of course, all with the same franchise. Bron proved wherever he goes, it's championship pedigree. Kind of making it so he's the most important player in the league. He's not really chasing league MVPs anymore. You do that more when you're young. He wants the rings. He wants the hardware. And he was able to cap it off last night. I mean, Lakers look good. Uh, the team as a whole looks great. Because when you have such a leader like LeBron James, everyone's involved. He wants shooters on the team. He wants ball handlers. He wants defenders. I mean, Frank Vogel's a coach that, that was needed here in L.A. Um, someone who's a player's coach, believes in his guys, knows he has veteran voices on the squad, and knows how to guide the young players to perfection. That's something you look for out of a coach. And it's not a coach with a big ego. It's a coach that wants to do it all together. I mean, having LeBron James, your job's a little easier, but you need to find the right pieces around him, and that's what Vogel and this coaching staff did. 
Now, the deep dive here today is an important deep dive because we're ranking LeBron's championships and trials and tribulations throughout. And we're going to talk about what the most important ring is to him and the most important to his legacy. I'm going to start with ranking championships, and guess how I do it? I go Cleveland 1 because you always want to bring one home. And the one for the land was very special. You're coming back from 3-1 against a 73-9 squad. It's not easy, folks. LeBron capped that off. Now, two most important to the people is this latest one that was capped off last night. Los Angeles Lakers, you know why? This year was for Kobe Bryant. So Lakers did it in their first year altogether. AD on the squad with LeBron James and with Kobe Bryant, the tragic death in January. The same year they were able to get it done, guys. And this was an emotional win. You could tell with the with the owners, with the Bus family, the GM Rob Palenka, and the leader of their squad, LeBron James. It was more than just basketball. And with it being more than just basketball, guess what? They had purpose. When someone passes, it brings your group even closer than they once were and said, we all have a common goal at hand. Now, that's very important, and I'm very proud. Hats off to the Los Angeles Lakers for getting it done in such an emotional year. And next, I wanted to talk about just what LeBron James had to go through. And uh, going back to the two in Miami, very important to get the ball rolling. But those are under L.A. and Cleveland because in Miami, you know, he still won the finals, finals MVP. But these two, he was really the staple to the organization in Los Angeles and in Cleveland. Miami D-Wade was able to show him the ropes. And I'll be honest, folks, if it wasn't for D-Wade showing him the ropes in Miami, he wouldn't be where he is today, a champion with two other franchises than the Miami Heat. So, thank you, Dwayne Wade. Uh, You made LeBron who he is today as a leader. Now, I wanted to commend the NBA and hat off to Adam Silver. Great job. It's a COVID year, a tough year. It's in the bubble in Orlando. Great idea. Zero positive COVID tests, and that's just wonderful. The NBA was able to do this responsibly, and they played more than just for the game of basketball this year. They fought for change, they fought for Kobe Bryant, and they fought through a pandemic. You know, they sacrificed being with their families for a long amount of time. You know, they sacrificed being in front of home arenas with, with, you know, a ton of fans. Some people were joking with me this week. Do you, Jay, do you put asterisks around this championship? I actually go the other way. This is the hardest one ever to win. Um, I say that because we had an unexpected pause starting in March with COVID-19. We did not know if the season would resume, but with the NBA front office, they were able to get it done. A bubble setting, all quarantined in one resort in Orlando. And that was a big sacrifice, but guess what? It was for the greater good. And the NBA deserves a pat on the back. And the NBA did it right first. The other leagues are learning. But NBA and Adam Silver is who really 
knew how to get this pandemic under control and make it so we could be back on the floor and us fans be able to watch a great brand of basketball. It, it wasn't about home away games. It wasn't about, oh, wait, you're home the first two, we're home the next two. It should be 2-2 going into game five. The best team and the hardest working team every night won the basketball game. And that's why no asterisks here, guys. Why should there be asterisks? This is the hardest one. And this is the hardest one for what I just demonstrated. And and once again, Adam Silver made it so everyone has a say, too, in how we do things. It wasn't just a commissioner saying, we're doing things. He met with the, the president of the Players Association, Chris Paul. He met with the front office of each franchise and said, let's do this together. And not just being the head ego saying my way or the highway. It's a collective group in the NBA. And that's why it is a successful league, folks. Successful league. And I wanted to cap things off tonight. Uh, Sorry, I'm real excited talking about the NBA, you know, because NBA and WNBA, uh, of course, over there with the ladies, uh, Seattle Storm capped it off. Uh, They won the title. Sue Bird got her fourth ring. You guys want to know something ironic. Sue Bird got her fourth ring in 17 seasons. LeBron James in the NBA got his fourth ring in 17 seasons. So uh, things line up for good people. Um, And Brianna Stewart, the MVP over there for the Seattle Storm. Uh, Just a a hardworking young player out of UConn. And and she's, she's able to do everything on the floor everything on the floor and you know lastly to kind of wrap it up for the NBA talk here today um, now we have four earlier um, in my shows we were talking really three to six now we're talking four for LeBron James to six goat talk goat debate gets a little more interesting folks now it's with three franchises. It's not just been there 10 times. It's one at four and with three different organizations. Uh, that's really special, really special. And uh, it all started with the veteran leadership he was given in Miami. Uh, I'll emphasize that. And just getting that pressure off his belt by going back to Cleveland to get one for his friends and family back in Northeast Ohio. Uh This Laker one was showing, let me join a winning franchise. Let me get them back to where they belong. Missed the postseason last year. LeBron talked to the front office in the offseason and said, let's make some changes to become a better organization. Team-oriented. And that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. And to all the youth out there, Just look to LeBron James in whatever you do. LeBron James put in the hard work and you see the result, right? If you put in the hard work, it'll be right there, folks. I wanted to wrap things up with uh, LeBron James's quote, what we do in life echoes in eternity. JD out.